Over my career in many aspects, from bartending to teaching to everything, that limelight was on me. So combining that with my ability to schmooze, that definitely helped gain my confidence to the point where even if I was intimidated at first, I was able to fake it a little bit and just concentrate on the conversation just like we're doing now and portray myself as somebody that has all the confidence in the world so that they'll feel at ease and they'll be able to share more things you know, with me and feel comfortable and gain trust with me. I am a firm believer in I don't want to do homework. I want to sell real estate. I want to help my clients. And because of that, I will never, ever put together homework for myself. I was a teacher. I gave homework to others. I graded papers. I don't want to be back in school. I want to help my clients with their real estate dreams. Hello and welcome to the Agent Podcast with your host, that's me, Raymond Sholseth. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Agent Podcast. I'm here with my buddy, Sammy Lubeck, coming to us out of Buffalo Grove, Illinois. Sammy, how are you? I'm doing great, Raymond. How are you? Doing well, man. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today. Of course. So Sammy, why real estate? Real estate, wow. Well, my professional career has been kind of a Swiss Army knife. I actually started out as a teacher uh, when I graduated from college, uh, taught middle school math for a few years. And then I uh, transitioned into sports television, actually, because numbers were my thing. And being a you know all American kid growing up, you know, loved sports and everything. Got the opportunity to work for a sports research or a sports information company was able to work through my company for Fox Sports in Los Angeles for a couple of years. Uh, came back to Chicago and started doing real estate on the side. I just fell in love with it. I think it was the first season, the very first season of Million Dollar Listing that I you know, was seeing these agents. And I thought to myself, you know what? I can do that. So started doing uh, real estate part-time, got my license. For a handful of years, I was doing five to seven real estate deals a year, and it just became time for me to give real estate my full effort and haven't looked back since. So the sports entertainment business, that's a pretty competitive business, yeah? Without a doubt. I loved it. You know, it was very cool meeting, you know, all these professional athletes and entertainers being on Fox Studio a lot. But when it came down to it, I think there was... More than anything, I think the issues that I had with it were, were the ceilings on advancement. Either you are one of the top dogs in the profession or you're going to be grinding to make a living. Um, and it's a profession where everybody, you know, it's a it's a great job for anybody who loves sports. And because of that, it was, you know, it they can pay people in that profession a, a lower salary because they know they're, they're loving what they're doing. And I absolutely loved what I was doing. But at the same time, when it was time to, you know, give my career and my net worth a jumpstart, I'm, I'm so glad, you know, so happy of where I am today. And I, you know, made that decision to transition full time into real estate. So it's always interesting to me 
because everyone has a path to where they're going, right? But while you're on that path, you don't necessarily see it until you're there and be like, oh, that helped me or that helped me. For you, what did you carry with you from the sports entertainment days and, you know, that 15 minutes of fame or that level of glamour or working with a, I don't know if the right term is higher end or higher maintenance or whatever you want to call it crowd, right? Especially in the sports business that there's these personas you have to deal with. What did you bring with you to your real estate career? From that's a great question. Yeah, it really, that's a great question. And, you know, now that I'm doing more luxury deals at first, you know, as you're gaining experience through real estate, of course, you're going to start with, you know, a lot more affordable properties. You're dealing with a lot of condos and townhouses that may be, you know, around $200,000. And as I've transitioned into the higher end properties, at first, I was definitely intimidated speaking with owners of properties that or buyers that were looking for these multi-million dollar properties. Um, very similar to my experience, you know, when I started working through my company stats at Fox Sports, I'll never forget the first day I walked into uh, the studio on the Fox lot. I met former Kansas City Royals pitcher Mark Gubiza. And at first, and I recognized him right away because I was a big baseball fan. And sure enough, he was the nicest guy in the entire world. Got the opportunity to work with Steve Sachs, who used to be used to play baseball, you know, in Chicago and obviously Los Angeles and nicest guy in the world. And it, it that gave me a comfort level, you know, working with these people that I've seen not only play, but also um, be broadcasters in the field. And that has helped me gain a quicker comfort level dealing with people that are owners of higher, you know, of luxury properties. It's here's the big thing. They're regular people. They just have a little bit more money and their places are worth a little bit more money. And my comfort level with talking to anybody needed to grow, but that experience definitely helped shape me and get me even more comfortable uh, to the point where I am today working with these luxury buyers and sellers. So what are the, what are some of those components, you know, like what are some of the things that you, you either used or tools in your tool belt or confidence builders? How did you get yourself to a point? where you were confident in those conversations and viewing yourself as more of a peer, just having a talk about a house. I think when it comes down to it, I've always been a schmoozer. I bartended off and on for 10 years back in the day. I used to take care of Mike Ditka's sons at the bar. I used to bartend at Cobby Bear. And I remember when I first found out that they were Mike Ditka's sons, same kind of thing. It's like, all right, let's talk about your dad. You know, let's, let's, you know, just shoot the, you know what, and, you know, have a good conversation while they're, you know, watching Bears games on Sundays. So when it came down to it, it was just over my career uh, in many aspects from bartending to teaching to everything that limelight was on me. So combining that with my ability to schmooze, that definitely helped gain my confidence to the point where even if I was intimidated at first, 
I was able to fake it a little bit and just concentrate on the conversation, just like we're doing now and portray myself as somebody that has all the confidence in the world so that they'll feel at ease and they'll be able to share more things, you know, with me and feel comfortable and gain trust with me. I love that. I think that's important is, is having that level of comfort and authenticity with yourself to just engage in that conversation and let it flow organically, right? And, and build rapport based on an actual one-to-one conversation versus a bunch of BS, so to speak. Without a doubt. I mean, you see so many people that have scripts laid out for everything. And for them, if it works, more power to them. I've never been that. I want it to flow naturally. I want, you know, somebody to know that we're having, a, like you said, a conversation rather than more like an interview. Sure. Did you have mentors throughout your career in real estate as you transitioned? What did that Absolutely. look like? Absolutely. So the... When I first was thinking about getting my real estate license, I went in to, uh, to talk to, her name's Pat Denenberg. She helped me buy my place in, in Buffalo Grove. And I told her, you know, I was thinking about getting into real estate. And within five minutes, she had me in a conference room with uh, my managing broker, Lynn Cosner, who I worked under for... God, the majority of my career, and she just uh, stepped down from the role of managing broker, but she was my managing broker for 14 years at Baird and Warner, huge mentor for me, my biggest support cheerleader. Um, she's just the best. And more than anything, we, we have shared many laughs and smiles over the years, and that's been the best thing about it all. So she's been my biggest mentor over this. You know, I do love speaking with other agents and developing really great working relationships because you see so many, well, not so many, but you see agents out there they kind of want to be adversarial just for the sake of adversarial, you know, because that's them. And I'm so on the opposite end of the spectrum. When it comes time to negotiate, I'm fierce. I, I attack. I do everything in my power for my client's benefit. At the same time, it's about, you know, treating everybody with respect, including the other um, agents, attorneys, lenders appraisers, all that fun stuff. But, you know, when it comes down to it, everybody's just doing their job and representing their clients. And it's a lot easier and more collegial when you're focused on the task at hand and treating everybody with respect. So you're you're still currently at Baron Warner, right? Yes, I am. Been there my whole career. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask you. You've been at that brokerage literally all of your career. That's great. Yes. So the woman, Pat, who sold you your home, got you in the business and you became a coworker, right? Yeah, she she and I worked in the same office for about nine years. And, um, you know, she was great. She's actually the cousin of one of my best friends. And, you know, I always liked her style without a doubt. And uh, yeah, haven't spoken with her that much lately. You know, time goes by, but at the same time, uh, she was definitely very helpful in connecting me with Lynn and the rest of the uh, company at Baird and Warner and very grateful for that. Yeah, that's great. So many people I see bouncing around from brokerage to brokerage, just hoping for, you know, a new beginning. And it's usually not a 
an issue of the brokerage. It's an issue of actually building your business and putting in the time to develop yourself, your mindset, your skill set, and your knowledge of actually building that business within whatever four walls you choose, whether it's a, a cloud-based brokerage or something with actual physical locations. Yeah, there are two main thoughts, two main reactions to what you just said that pop up. First, I don't think that my clients or most buyers or sellers care one iota about what firm somebody, what agency somebody's with, as long as it's a reputable company. Um, there are some great companies around the Chicagoland area. I happen to be with one of them. And secondly, I think a lot of agents, and I've seen some of my great friends, great colleagues switch from one brokerage to another, and they really think it's going to, that jump alone is going to give them this amazing jump start to the point where so many more clients are going to want to work with them. I think it's a bunch of bull. I think they, without a doubt, it's all about the hustle. It's about an individual and their ability to motivate buyers and sellers to gain trust and work with them individually. I think the brokerages absolutely have their impact and have their you know unique qualities that draw people to them at the same time. It's an agent run business without a doubt. And um, you know, building that trust with uh prospective clients. So I'm in and out of all these Facebook groups on a regular basis, right? And there's a whole lot of BS in these groups. But yeah. the the trend that I see commonly is with newer agents that have been in the business, let's say less than a year, and they're two months at this brokerage, mm -hmm. then they jump to another ship, then they jump to another ship, and they're asking these specific questions of, you know, I didn't get a mentor at this brokerage, you know, I went to this brokerage and this brokerage isn't very mm -hmm. communicative or whatever the story is. What would you say to somebody like that if you were having a one-to-one -one conversation with them? Stop complaining and get out there and hustle. So what does that mean? To you, what does that mean? Get out there and hustle. What does that mean? I know what works for me. I, I know what's worked for me and my business and what's helping me grow. I see a lot of people out there that are just you know, looking for that one fast track to build their business. Majority of agents out there, you know, there are a lot of people that expect to come in in that first year and make $60,000. That's rare in itself. You're not going to become a top level producer your first year. And I think a lot of people have seen what's going on with the real estate market, especially over the last couple of years. There's been a lot of differentiation between your part-time agents and your, your top producing agents. And we're seeing a lot of those part-time agents fall by the wayside because they don't have the experience. They don't have the ability to, to build the trust with clients. And then you have those experienced, respected agents that have seen their business go to the next level. Um, for me, the hustle is constantly working, constantly grinding. I am a workaholic. My mind's always thinking about work. I haven't had a full day off. Probably, well, maybe I had one or two full days off without something, some phone calls, you know, nothing. I've probably had two days off maybe in the last six months. My mind is just wired a different way. 
thing is I'm not married. I don't have kids. So work is, is, you know, not only my profession, but it's my main passion. Yeah. And, and a good filler, a good filler of time, right? To without a doubt. build. Without a doubt. And sure, it can work to my detriment because I'm always focused on work, but I, it satisfies me and growing my business and getting to the point where I am today and where I'm going to be in the next few years, which I'm very confident about. It really just drives me to no end. And it just fuels me to, uh, you know, to keep putting in that work. So for somebody like you who has a lot of quote unquote free time to work and build your business and do these things, right. Um, aside from whatever hobbies or interests that you have, sure. do you have a typical day that you kind of follow? Like, do you have a disciplined structure? Like, okay, I need to make sure every day I'm doing these things so that every week and month and year I'm doing these things on a regular basis to grow and create my business, whether they're habits or phone calls or door knocking or whatever your shtick is like, what does, what does that all look like for you? Two word answer. Absolutely not. I am not your typical agent whatsoever. I, every day is different. I mean, it's, it's surrounded by appointments with clients. I am going 24 seven, uh, depending on what a day it presents. Some days I wake up at 4am and I'm doing work and I'm planning my day and I'm making lists of things I have to do. Some days I'm laying in bed until 1030 and, and watching the Dan Patrick show in the morning and just really taking time getting into the day because I, like you said, have that freedom and, and ability to kind of make the schedule my own without, you know, kids and everything, especially there are days when I'm, you know, work until midnight or one o'clock in the morning. And it's just, it's all over the place. And I have been doing all of this completely on my own with the help of my office and company, obviously, but starting, I'm going to be starting a team starting next year. Congratulations. That That's awesome. You that, well, this is really the first time that I'm kind of throwing it out there. So for those people that are watching and thinking, hey, that's a guy that I might want to work with, feel free to reach out. Um, but yeah, it's gotten to the point where this has been the most fulfilling, most stressful, most exhilarating year of my life uh, professionally. And it's gotten to the point where, okay, I am doing so much and I'm trying to handle so many different aspects of my, of my career, you know, advertising, prospecting, being out with clients, planning things, following up, you know, reaching out to past clients and everything. It would be nice to have a little bit more help and to have, you know, a team help me grow my business now that I kind of know what I'm doing. So for those agents out there that are so disciplined and have system, so many systems in place and every day, you know, they, I hear agents, you know, doing the Tom Ferry stuff and doing their, you know, daily, you know, check-ins and their everything's regimented and not just Tom Ferry, but so many systems. I've, I've attended some Tom Ferry workshops and definitely great takeaways. There are many programs out there and there are so many people that try to tell other agents, here's what you should do to be successful. And 
I am a firm believer in, I don't want to do homework. I want to sell real estate. I want to help my clients. And because of that, I will never, and this is, again, this is just my take on things. I will never, ever, you know, put together homework for myself. I was a teacher. I gave homework to others. I graded papers. I don't want to be back in school. I want to help my clients with their real estate dreams. I love that. And I do think that everyone's business is different and it's not the same. And everyone has to find what works for them for a discipline or for a daily schedule. And it's really all based around self-awareness, right? And there'd be some argument for you be like, okay, man, this guy, you know, this dude's been in business 14 years. He's got it down. He's got his sphere, his database. Business just comes rolling off the back of a truck to him. It's fine. Which makes me want to ask this question to you. If you were starting all over today, what would you do? If you were a brand new agent just coming in today, what would you do? What's worked for me has been lead generation. What's worked for me, I would do again in a heartbeat um, a few years ago. And this is something that hasn't worked for everybody, but it's worked for me. And I actually advertise on Zillow. And that's been like the, the bad Z word that has now a lot of <laughs> like the industry. <laughs> it's taboo and everybody hates it um, or not everybody, but a lot of people just despise and just have such a horrible feeling about Zillow. Advertising on Zillow has been great for me. Um, it's allowed me to really focus on communities luxury communities, uh, luxury zip codes. Before a year and a couple months ago, I had never done a deal in Barrington. Um, and last December was my biggest deal ever. My buyers bought a $2.5 million house in South Barrington. And that was the greatest, that was like just the end all, like that was the greatest thing in the world to me at, at the time. And I still like, giggle like a little kid, you know, thinking about it. And because of that, that automatically gave me some cachet and some respect in Barrington started, you know, getting to know a lot of the top uh, agents in Barrington, many of them I've done deals with at this point, uh, this year, and it's been, you know, solid year, uh, doing some deals there. So yeah, for me, buying Advertising space on Zillow has worked for me. And I think like you had mentioned previously, everybody's got to find out what works for them. You know, I have people that are, you know, come to me and say, hey, you know, what are you doing? Like, how can how can we get to the same level of production as you? And I'm really just kind of getting going while I've been doing this for 14 years. I I've only been giving it, you know, my full effort for three and a half years. So I'm excited about what's to come, but everybody, yeah, everybody's got to find out what works for them. If it's social media, which I absolutely love, and I'm not afraid of throwing myself out there and looking like a fool. I haven't attacked TikTok, but soon enough, you'll be seeing me be a total goofball on TikTok. Like, I don't care. I have no shame in my game. So why not? So I love that you advertise on Zillow, you have kind of your farm area that's expanding into bigger, more luxury homes and that marketplace, and you're building those relationships. 
what do you do for branding to position yourself and put yourself out there? Like, sure. how do you attack that? Um, I recently officially became Chicagoland's real estate agent. I registered the trademark with the uh, U.S. Patent and Trademark Organization, our office. Uh, USPTO, USPTO, whatever it is. Um, But yeah, I recently uh, got that registered as an official trademark and I am officially Chicagoland's real estate agent. So I put that- Congratulations, that's a process. It takes patience. Yeah, I've been there, done that. Without a doubt. So I'll be able to use that and no one else will be able to use that. That's uh, cool. Like that's, yeah, that's a big deal. Yeah, it feels, you know, it's sure it's an ego thing. But at the same time, again, I think it it helps provide a little bit more cachet for potential clients. But it's uh, empowering. Say that again. It's empowering, right? Without a doubt. It makes you feel good. And when you feel good, that's when you get shit done. Absolutely. Like if I'm on an Instagram story, I'll be like, hey, guys. Sammy Lubeck, also known as Chicagoland's real estate agent. Here's what's going on today. Boom. So that, you know, just kind of flows. So that has been a huge part of my branding. It's on everything I do, uh, all the advertising, whether it's prints or social media, and people kind of remember it. And, you know, when, when I run into somebody that I haven't seen in a while that follows me on social media, like, Oh, it's Chicago, the Chicago real estate guy. And I'm just, and then I correct them, but at least they connected somehow. Uh, Conversation starter. Exactly. And I actually have, I'm going to grab my face mask real quick. If you give me, Oh man, this is the, Oh, again, I have no problem here it is. It's on my mask. I love it. Sammy Lubeck, Chicagoland's real estate agent. I so for months awesome. during the pandemic, I was walking around in the grocery With a billboard thing being like, oh, you sell real estate? Yeah, I do. So <laughs> um, it's just little stupid shit that, you know, gets my message across and plants a seed in somebody like, hey, let's talk. Let's talk real estate. I love that. That's cool. So knowing that you kind of have this like free reign of your business and not every day is the same and you're not following a schedule, how does that attribute to social media? Are you posting daily because you feel like it? Do you go days without posting? What does that look like for you, for your engaging people? Okay. I used to post every single day, no matter what I was doing. If I was at a house, I'd be like, hey, I'm at a house, you know, doing an Instagram story. Be like, hey, it's inspection day. Uh, hey, it's this and that. It That works for many people because they're constantly in the face of, um, of potential clients. And I respect that. That works for them. What I have found, I've tried to look at it from the terms of a prospective client. I don't want to check in with somebody every day. I don't want to be so in their face annoying that it turns them off where they hit that unfollow button or, you know, disconnect or, you know, just not following me on social media. And I feel there are a lot of agents out there that put so much content on there. They get no likes whatsoever. It just kind of just gobbles up somebody's feed. 
and if you if you find that you're you know throwing that out there to the same 500 600 people daily it's just kind of annoying so what i started doing earlier this year was you know, as stuff would come up, if I was like in a magazine or I got, you know, an honor like from Chicago, I'm, I was in Chicago agent magazines, who's who in 2021 real estate recently. And I was, that was one of the coolest things in the world. Of course, I'm going to do a post, you know, with the link to that article. Um, but what I started doing earlier this year was kind of like a monthly recap of what occurred you know, and here are the houses that I sold and here's, you know, the production I had. It wasn't like every day throwing it down somebody's throat, especially with, you know, some people still struggling to provide for their families, you know, you, you know, two years into this pandemic. So I try to do it in a tasteful way, thanking my clients and everything. But I did find that a lot of people did like to see these cool houses that, you know, I was selling. And it really, you know, wow, it was great to get that support from friends, but not throw it down their throat, which I do see a lot of agents out there. Here's the thing. If they're spending all day on social media, they're not selling real estate. They're just trying to get business. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, I definitely see that. You end up on the content treadmill, right? Just throwing stuff out there to throw stuff out there and not having a real strategy behind what you're trying to do. Yeah. And for some, again, for some people, it works and God bless them. But at the same time, again, I'm a different dude. It's personal preference. Yeah. Without and, doubt. and it's what works for you, right? Like that's what it's about, building your business, not theirs. For sure. What are a couple of things that we can talk about that, I mean, we've covered some golden nuggets here that I think people can pull away, but I always love to ask somebody like you, who's been in the business a while, who came from the sports entertainment business. Um, I think that's very interesting because it brings a completely different dynamic to real estate, but it's very, very important because while it's a different game, it's the same game in a lot of ways. But what are a couple of things that we could pay forward to other agents out there that if somebody's listening to this, you know, we can give them one or two nuggets to take away that could help them, right? Like that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make an impact and help people build their business or take a different perspective if they need to begin again, because something's not working. Without a doubt, you know, I, like I said, I do have several agents that do come up to me and want to know, you know, what I do. And I know that what I do isn't going to work for everybody. And I think, I really think the most important thing is what's going to, what inside you is going to show your passion for real estate? Um, how are you going to share that with others? I truly feel that as people see what you're passionate about, they're going to get excited about it if they have any tie to it. You know, my mom, let's just say my mom, she loves hearing about real estate, not only because um, it's your son succeeding, but at the same time, she 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 sense she she hears the passion in my voice when I talk about it and what I'm doing and my interactions with clients and deals and all that. And there are a lot of people that just are not passionate. They, they treat it like a profession. And you know, if it works for them, great. Um, I'm a very passionate, extroverted professionally at least, 
person. And taking that consideration, I want to energize my clients. Um, but at the same time, I know when it's time to shut up and listen to what they want and be a good conversationalist, just like we're doing right now. And there are a lot of people out there that want to talk over their clients and don't want to listen and waste their time. And time is just so precious these days. Keep getting reminded of that every single day. And um, because of that, you know, you really just want to get to the heart of the matter with clients and, and what they're looking for, because that's really what this is about. I think the the two questions you asked are incredible questions to ask yourself, right? Literally take out blank sheet of paper and write at the top, what is it that I'm passionate about when it comes to real estate? And how can I share that with other people, right? And just going through that exercise, kind of having a brain dump may give you some very organic ideas of how you may best serve your clients, how you may best talk to your clients and how you may best engage with your network, whether it's small Absolutely. or big, doesn't matter. Absolutely. And when it comes down to it, like that interaction with your, with your clients, you know, that's everything. You, there's, there are hundreds of thousands of agents out there just waiting to, yeah, to steal your client, you know, <laughs> and I'm one of them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm honest, you know, so Keep your gates closed. <laughs> um, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's like, yes, I am respectful. Um, you know, when I hear that somebody's working with another agent, I don't want to step on anybody's toes. I am that collegial guy and everything. But the second they mention that their agent isn't really doing things for them, that's my opening to be like, let's talk. Let's get a tour of your house. Let's, you know, like if they're opening that door, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking down the door again. I'm not stepping on anybody else's toes. But when I have that, ethical opening i'm going to take it i love it i think that's that's right to an ethical opening when you're being invited in for somebody that's not being taken care of what do you do right you got i mean if they want to talk i'm going to talk i love it where uh where can people find you if they want to join this newly released team being developed Instagram, Facebook, website, what is the best way to get in touch with you? So I am on all social media or most social medias. Again, I'm not on TikTok yet. They can message me uh, through Facebook, Sammy Lubeck, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Also, Sammy Lubeck is my screen name. Uh, they can find me at samlubeck.com. That's without the M and the Y. But yeah, if you Google me, you'll find me. And uh, with your help, they'll definitely find me. Yeah, and more, uh, than, Chicago more than Lands happy, real estate agent. Chicagolandsrealestateagent.com as well. I've got that as well. So when it comes down to it, I think that, you know, not only for those agents that are looking to potentially work with me, but at the same time, if anybody uh, just wants to shoot the shit about real estate more than I'm always happy to talk about it and be a resource for people. So I think what you're doing uh, with this podcast is going to be very helpful to a lot of agents that are not only starting out, but uh, agents that kind of get stuck in their old ways and uh, more than happy to be an advocate resource and colleague for, for anyone else in the industry. I love that. Thanks, Sammy. 
Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for sharing your story. Thanks for the words of wisdom. And uh, I hope you crush it as Chicagoland's real estate agent. Yeah. All right. Thanks so much. Great talking to you. Likewise, we'll talk soon. Hey guys, it's Ray. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thanks so much for being here and we'll see you on the next one.